0: If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. This week, I'm going to dedicate it to National Physician Suicide Awareness Day. It was this past Saturday on September 17th. And I hate that the date has to even be acknowledged. But here's the deal. It is a big problem. And I fear that it's getting even worse. So many organizations know that there's a problem. Their physicians have documented again and again on the burnout inventories that there's a lot of distress. And what I'm here to say again and again is that it's time to do something and not just talk about it. Many organizations are taking steps. And in fact, I spoke to two organizations last week about how to find a better solution for burnout there is proven, evidence-based solutions that can help with burnout well before it's a major problem. Of course, we want to prevent physician suicide, and there are things that we can do to look out for our colleagues and ask the hard questions. But I, as a primary care doc, believe in prevention. We need to start well before people are crispy, burnt out, hopeless, and depressed, and thinking that maybe ending their life might be the best option. So... Please join me in believing that prevention is the best option. And we need to start talking about this and raising awareness and praising help-seeking behavior. And I believe that support needs to be so much more readily available. I have several past podcasts that I think very much resonate with not only physicians, but organizations to see that there's a true problem. The first one being Episode 11 that I recorded one week after my dear younger sister, Dr. Gretchen Butler, died by suicide one and a half years ago. And I talk about how I believe exhaustion was one of the main contributing factors to her death. I have several other episodes, the next one being called This Must Stop When Soon After My Sister Died, We Lost Another Young Physician Mama in Minnesota. And I have another one entitled we need a better solution for burnout. This is my fourth episode that I'd say, please share it with your administration. And in fact, even better than that, I invite you to make a meeting with someone in your organization, someone in the C-suite and march in there and say, I'm very concerned about my colleagues in medicine. What are we doing at this organization to prevent physician suicide? We must be that blunt. Nobody is coming in to save us. I keep throwing my hands up and saying, where's OSHA? But this is then what I remember. We can be the change we need to see, and we need to demand change. And if that feels too difficult to you, please send me your organization leader's emails, and I would love to have a conversation with them because this is is real. These are not just statistics. These are human beings and families that are losing cherished loved ones, and it is happening all too often. Last year in Minnesota, I know that we lost at least four physicians to suicide. This past month in Minnesota, we've lost four physicians to suicide. This must stop The time is now to band together and make real, lasting change. We need to demand that our organizations support us, not only in adequate support with nursing and medical assistance. I certainly don't have all the answers, but it's time to do something. I've been on wellness committees before where we go around and around, and I've been honored to even be a part as a guest on bigger organizations. And again, the talk goes around and around. It's time to do something real and preventive now because we can't afford to keep losing the best and the brightest. And all of us looking at one another saying, oh my gosh, this is so shocking. This is so heartbreaking. We are smart people. We are compassionate people. We can figure this out. We lose nearly 400 doctors a year in the United States. That's nearly two medical school classes that are dying by suicide because they're feeling helpless and hopeless and all alone. This must stop. For goodness sakes, you go to a water park in America and you sign a waiver. How many people at water parks are dying every year? I believe the answer is zero. I certainly hope the answer is zero. So we need to raise awareness amongst all of us that we are an at-risk profession. We need to start normalizing being human. We need to not just think that sleep and self-care is optional. It is, in fact, vital. We need to start saying no to the extra demands of working late and overnight and 36-hour shifts. It is absolutely unconscionable that organizations are asking this of our doctors because we are dedicated humanitarians who want to help our patients and we want to support our colleagues. And it's very difficult for us to say no when we don't feel like there's somebody in that's going to be stepping in to take our place. But what I'll tell you is that we must start caring for ourselves like we care for our patients Yes, the system of medicine needs to change. You've heard me say it over and over again, but this is dangerous. We are at risk. We are walking in a minefield and you need to do what you need to do to protect yourself. And I don't know what that's going to be and it's going to be different for all of us. But I want you to know that you're not alone if you're struggling. I want you to know that help is available and that you can feel better. As of July, we now have a crisis number, 988, that you can call and get support. And In the last two months, there have been over 5,000 calls in and so many support plans made. You don't have to be in absolute crisis to call. Please use that number if need be. The Physician Support Line is another opportunity to reach out and get help. The number is one 409 14 4 one and I'll have a link in the show notes. This is staffed by volunteer psychiatrists and it is available from 8 a.m to midnight every day, Eastern time. It is free, and it is confidential, and they report to no one. So again, you do not need to be in crisis. You can call on any subject. If you've had a bad outcome, if you're just wondering how much longer you can keep practicing medicine and you're not sure what to do, please call this number. Let's also check in on our colleagues and ask the difficult questions. So often we're like, how you doing? And people answer fine. What I want to tell you is nobody is fine right now. So ask again, how are you really? What have you been struggling with lately? This is what I've been struggling with. So we need to normalize that we're human. We need to normalize that we're struggling. I know that we doctors think that we don't need to ask for help. There's also additional stigma in that some of our states, there is questioning from the licensure. The board asks questions saying, have you ever had a problem with mental health? And we are making changes and it depends what state you're in, whether that question is being asked. But I will tell you right now that most importantly, if you're having a tough time, please reach out and tell somebody. Get the help that you need. Because if you're really having a hard time, it doesn't matter about those questions if you're not here, right? Now, again, I know so many people are not at the final end where they're having all these deep, dark thoughts, and yet many people are. I've had many people reach out and say that when they've had tough call weeks and they've been you know, on night float and things like that and not getting adequate sleep, that they do have had these thoughts. And I bring this up just to normalize that our brain does crazy things when it's not getting sleep and when it's undergoing constant stress, which for many of us is our day-to-day life as a physician. So I want to normalize that people are struggling. I want to let you know again that help is available. And I also want to encourage you to step up and ask the organization the hard question. What are we doing here to prevent physician suicide? If you would like me to come and speak to your organization, I'd be pleased to do so. I have a talk where I talk about the statistics. I share my sister's story and I give some ideas, including evidence-based solutions that can help reduce burnout, increase self-compassion, and decrease imposterism. Now, if that's not a starting point, I don't know what is. Now, again, if somebody is having thoughts of hurting themselves or thoughts they'd be better off, not here, that their family would be better off without them, that is an emergency. And I invite you to please call 988 or the physician support line or tell a family member or a loved one right now. But if you're just struggling in the day to day, feeling a bit overwhelmed, know that there's so much help available and that we're all going to work together to be the change that we need to see. Because it breaks my heart that other families are going through the same tragedy that my family went through one and a half years ago. It breaks my heart that other children are going to bed without their parent tucking them in and saying goodnight. This must stop. And we can be the change that needs to be seen in medicine. And it's starting by having these hard conversations with our colleagues And letting the administration know that we will no longer tolerate pizza parties, yoga retreats, and another Maslow inventory to assess where we are with our burnout. We demand that something be done. So much peace and love to all of you. My heart breaks for these families. And I know that there are so many more around the nation that are hurting tonight. And I just want you to know that I am a fierce advocate for physician wellness. And I will not stop until changes are made and so that medicine can be a safe place to practice yet again. Until next week, please take care of you and peace and love to all of you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mommadoclifecoach.com.